This podcast is brought to us by Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com, write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com, brought to us today by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town, if you have a schedule that keeps you away from home, the folks at Petite Pet Care understand that some pets don't mind being boarded, but others prefer the comfort of their own home, and if that's your pet, Petite Pet Care will give them loving care when you're not there. You can find them at PetitePetCare.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar, in this case we're at Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a gorgeous-looking place, Great isn't it? Spot. I know, we love it here. And first of all, before I tell you anything about Wayfair, which I'm going to do, welcome back to Andrew Duhon. Thank you very much. I don't, it doesn't need a... It's, it's not like a pause. Our happy hour troubadour who's been wandering around the world. I'm eating one of these Ricola things, by the mm-hmm. way, because yep. I think it's sexy to chew well, stuff yeah. during the show. So. You're entitled to your own opinion. Uh, that's why I got one. Correct. It doesn't sound too good. Chris is going to hate me for it. Anyway, Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar that serves handcrafted food and spirits. Did you know that? I uh, did when Stacey's I was just taking their clothes off already. Where Chef Kevin White puts fine dining into a sandwich, and that's not just some sort of bullshit slogan, by the way, PH Fred. No, it's not. No, it's not. I Chef, ate one. It was tasty. <laughs> didn't you just have one when I walked in here? It's marvelous. What you, isn't it great? Great. What marvelous. You, what did you have? A sandwich. You know which one, though? <laughs> the good one. The media day. Number one. Media day. That's right. what I have, too. Right. It's awesome, isn't it? You yes. cannot believe that's just a simple sandwich. It's, Michaela, have you had any sandwiches here yet? No, I haven't, but I was here last year for, uh, what was it? For Christmas. For Red Street Dinner. Fest. Yes. Took a Maybe. guess. Maybe. Well, it's something, a beer festival, and this was one of the stops. Fred Street uh, Ale yeah. Fest, something like right. that. Right. But yeah, it was No, the food is cool. awesome. The chef, Chef Kevin White, was the chef with Mario Batali in New York oh. before he came down here to open this joint. And he's putting all this fine dining training into making sandwiches, and also they have happy hour between 4 and 7 o'clock every day if you want to come down and have an awesome cocktail and that's the whole show i think it's been a great show today thanks for joining us that was happy our stacia simes is here to my left ph fred is over here to my sort of semi-left and michaela straight ahead ph fred and michaela both making a return visit to our show and stacia's here for the first time in an awesome looking outfit if you're if you're looking at this uh if you can go to our web site or our facebook page and see what stacia's wearing for halloween it's awesome ph fred welcome back Thank you, sir. Let me tell everybody a little bit about you. Please do. P.H. Fred is a New Orleans entertainer whose colorful career includes stints as an elementary school teacher. That's not that colorful, really, is it? Actually, I, Why I never did Why would you lead that. off with that? You never did no, that. I, I, that was bullshit. I was, I was never an elementary school teacher. That's not even true. It's not even <laughs> true. Oh, how the hell did that get in my head? I was tenure? a high school teacher. Oh, fuck, that's crazy. And a what? college professor, an instructor. What high school did you teach at? Uh, lots of them. Oh, really? Until they caught on. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, Jesuit, uh, Mount Carmel, St. Scholastica. Several others. What they catch? Day. What they catch onto? Not anything. That, that I was nothing pervy. No, nothing pervy. 
I, that I was too intelligent for the, the administration. Interesting. Was that their words or yours? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the cease and desist said. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Too intelligent. You'll have to leave. You're too intelligent. Okay. P.H. Fred's an all entertainer whose colorful career includes students as a high school teacher, a classics, prof a classics professor at Loyola University. What does that mean? You taught Latin? Latin, uh, mythology, the history of comedy, Greek. The history of comedy, let's start with that, shall we? It started from Aristophanes up Aristophanes to walks into a cave. <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was Socrates. Oh, Socrates. What did Aristophanes look like? Uh, I don't know. I don't, didn't have a camera back then. Ugly. You didn't have, to, you didn't have, <laughs> he was ugly. You didn't have photos of these people when no. you were doing the history of comedy? <laughs> no, I didn't. Really? You have to do it with no, no AIDS? No. Hopefully. Okay, all right, well, let's not go down there. Okay, also, Fred's a composer of music for children's toys. Okay, that's something I have sentenced uh, to very rarely here. Anyway. Little Tykes, Disney, the singing kitchen, the singing grocery store. You are the voice of the that. singing kitchen, the singing grocery store. The music. What are they saying? La, 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 I'm a kitchen. Jack, <laughs> Jack, you get that Jack Mealy and I had that gig together. That is a fantastic gig. La, 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 I'm a kitchen. Are you exactly. sure that wasn't from the history of comedy course at Loyola University? That's where the... the the Twain's met. Yeah, that's where things start to get interesting. Yes. How did you get that gig, though? Why did Disney, of all people in the country, pick you to be the uh, voice? Because of my record, Kill Barney. Ah, because Kill said Barney. I, they said I know about children. Ah, that's a real thing. true. Yes. Right. Okay. Let's move on here. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, PH has performed extensively as a stand-up comedian and as a founding member of the improvisational comedy troupe known as Brown. Mr. Fred is also an accomplished visual artist in paint and sculpture with works and galleries in Santa Fe, Los Angeles, and New York City. This is true. Okay, so far that's right, right? We didn't fuck yes. that up at all. <laughs> Mr. Fred is the subject of a documentary film, They Call Me Mr. Fred. This is also true. And the star of an upcoming film, What the Fred? That's the now same that's movie. That's funny, WTF. That's, that's the, that's same the same movie. Same movie. That's the same. There's not two movies. Who does research for you? Oh, that's a very good Times question. Times for you, probably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's, there's no second movie coming no, out. That's, that's bullshit. Same, that's the same movie. Same movie. Is it called What the Fred? Or is it called, called, they call me Mr. Fred. And then how does What the Fred get involved? I think it? that was at the end of the trailer for the movie. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that they wouldn't research okay. for me. Okay. Mm. I have to look into that. Okay. Heads yeah. will roll about that then. Yes. Fred's latest record with his all-star band, The Round Pegs, featuring ex-members of Lou Reed's band, George Porter from The Meters, and Mike Watt from Iggy Pop's band, The Stooges. Is that true? This is true. Holy shit. Nice. It's called Rough, Dumb... Crazy, Sad, and Blue. That's true and as well. It's available wherever good music is streamed or stolen. Yes, and it's yes. just Is it out now? Here it is they, in front they, of us. They're in front of you. Who's the cute-looking little redhead girl with the that's freckle? That's Francesca. Okay. And actually, that's very fitting. If you ever saw the Monster Mash ball when you were a child, the claymation thing with all the critters, that was the chick in that movie. Yeah, that was a modern representation of her. Okay. Do you get the right to use that from Disney or something? I, I have no idea. She's got a P.H. Fred tattoo on she her. She does have well. a Fred that's tattoo. That's pretty funny. Okay. Hey, that's great. Let me tell you about Stacia Symes, Fred. Please do. Mr. Fred. Stacia hey. spent... Hey, Stacia. Stacia spent 15 years in Seattle, Washington as a band manager and entertainer, including fronting the indie rock band The Endeavors, with whom she recorded two albums, The Fine Art of Persuasion and Highway to Me. Somebody did hey, their nice. homework. Now that's true, right? Yeah. Okay. That's all, true. all right. Before loading up the U-Haul and moving to New Orleans on a whim in 2011. Yes. That's relatively true as well. Well, that whim, it took about eight months to whim myself here, but yeah. But you didn't have any reason to come here other than you just decided, I want to move to New Orleans. I was energetically drawn here, yes. You sir. had to ditch the band. I did, and ditch the band, my man. Uh, was the, he in the, the band? Shebang. Was your no. boyfriend in the band? He's just a groupie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> You had to say goodbye to the band and your boyfriend. 
You yeah. must really wanted to move to New Orleans, or did you really hate the band and hate him? <laughs> Actually, no, I was uh, really in love with both, but uh, I love New Orleans more now. Mm. Wow. More than a boyfriend and more than a band. You yeah. could have, you can replicate that back down here, of course. Yeah. Are you in a band here? Uh, no, uh, my hey. business is my new band. We could hook you up today, right? Andrew? We know people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear there's some music happening. Yeah, we can, oh, you can sing a song today if you like as well. And do you have a boyfriend yet? Uh, no, I'm single. Single. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you heard it here first, people. <laughs> looking for a band. Looking for a band. Are you, not, are you looking for either a band or a boyfriend, or you don't care about either? Uh, no, no. Not looking. You're, no. Yes, I'm looking. Or no, I'm looking. I, not I'm looking. not looking for. Not either looking of those for either. Things. Okay. So anyway, Stacia, it says that you started your life here in New Orleans as a server at Commander's Palace Restaurant. Yes. But very soon went on to open your own business, and the Brennan family, who owned Commander's, became your first clients. That's right. Well, that's damn handy, isn't it? That business is called Clear the Clutter. If you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in your life, Stacia can help you. Let go of that which no longer serves you and teach you how to get your shit together. Yeah. It doesn't actually say that. Yeah. No. Stacia, Stacia's also a Reiki practitioner and a firewalker. Uh, yeah, I do all of these things. Okay, Reiki. Should we start off with Reiki or should I just read Michaela's? Should we come back to no. Reiki after I introduce no. you, Michaela? I'm going to introduce you first okay. and we're going to come back to Reiki because... I think we could all do with the Reiki therapy, yeah. don't you? Mm -hmm. All of us. We'll need I'm an adjustment. <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm, but I'm ready. <laughs> Nor do we. Michaela, yeah. welcome back. And if Thank you haven't you. met Michaela on our show before, she's been on twice before, haven't you? Yeah, it's yes. been a while, though. It has been a while. I, think. I don't have any recollection of the last time, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it was at Casa Borrega. Yes. Yeah. Before it was open. Right. Long enough to Oh, that was it. before they even opened Casa Borrega. Oh, that was yeah. when we were still there. Yeah, yeah. We were there before they opened, then they got open and kicked us out because there were too many people. It's a cool place. Have you been since it's open? Yeah, yeah of course yeah. we've been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's I think we can cool. still eat for free there, can't we? If we uh, is that, was that the rule? I don't know. <laughs> just don't bring the Hugo microphone. Hook us up. Just don't bring the microphone. No, yeah. No, he just kicked us out because he was sick of us. There's no, there's no tables there, you know. There's like six tables and we're taking up too much space. Yeah. Did I and we smell bad. Yeah. have my CD out when I... I must have. You had a CD out called Michaela. Do you have mm -hmm. another one? Not yet. Working on it. Okay. I have material. I just everything else. Haven't recorded it. We could do it live here today. All of it. Record live at Wayfair. Yeah. How many have you got? Um, like sixteen. Chris, press record. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on. Michaela's a New Orleans singer, songwriter, and musician who describes her music as neo soul pop, combining catchy rhythms and hooks with introspectively driven lyrics. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Did you write that about yourself, or did someone write that about you? No comment. Ah, you have to <laughs> think of the right answer. What's the correct answer to that? Do you like it? I like it, yeah. I think it sounds then like I it. Then I wrote it. Then you wrote it. <laughs> hey, know it. I wrote it. Around New Orleans, you can see Michaela fronting her band, sometimes behind a piano, but most often playing her signature ukulele in venues as diverse as Checkpoint Charlie's in the House of Blues. Michaela's first record, Michaela, which you did have out last time. Did I give one to you? You did. Oh, okay, good. It's available where all good music is streamed or stolen. And where's the follow-up? How far away is it? I and mean, what do you need? You need to well, do a Kickstarter or something? No, I just need a, a studio and a producer that. Shit, that's we're not much, right? Just a studio and level. a producer. Do you have the money already? You know. Yes, that sounds I like could yes. Okay. Pull it together if I found a, a place that I was ready for. Okay, well, I'm sure that we can find you a studio and a producer, right? If sure. You, have you ever been to Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew can produce it for you. He's not doing anything for the next. How long does it take to produce a record? It depends on it how depends. many tracks and how many 
instruments and how together the material is. How together is the material, Michaela? You got the songs ready? Yeah, they're all ready. It's just uh, I, I still need to iron out exactly what kind of backing instruments I want and getting a group together or deciding if I want to do it by myself. So I still have the logistics to work out. But most importantly for me, it's just a producer that I kind of is on the same wavelength as me. And who would that be? I haven't found them yet. Hmm. But when, what kind of wavelength are we looking for here? Just musically. Uh, right. You know, it's, it's a fine line when, you, when you, have, you meet really, really talented people, but you, don't, you have really different musical influences, and they kind of say, oh, you know, you should take it this way, and this would sound cool. Do you like Barney? Barney? Yeah, the dinosaur. <laughs> Do you know P.H. Fred's song, Kill Barney? Well, I, I just heard about it. I got to listen to yeah. it. Wait, can you, Fred, you want to do, like, just one... Come on. We'll Made me do it last time. Right. So do you don't want to do it? Okay. Not, not well, again. It's very popular. It's on Dr. Demento if you were looking for it. I'll look it up. If you listen to this and you want to hear Kill Barney by PH Freak, go to it's Dr. Demento. Dr. Demento show. Yeah. Made the funny Look car. at this guy's ass hanging out of his pants across here, by the way. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have to look at that, should I? Really? Good heavens. Stop with the crash. Stop gonna, with the crash. Who's going to tell that, that guy? That can't be unseen. <laughs> Douglas, get a shot at... <laughs> Get it from my point of view. This is all. Can you see that stage? How loud are we talking? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. It really put me off my hole. Really close. So you don't have to talk very loud. We can talk about everything. <laughs> you can hear us. I don't think he can't hear us. Douglas has got interesting pants on too. You can stick your hands on the back of them. Yeah. I mean, what is going on pants. here today? It's like some sort of Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. So, Michaela, I was thinking maybe PH Fruit could produce your. I'm not a producer. I'm sorry. what about all these? introduce you to a producer. What about all these famous people in your band? I think we'll talk about the fudge, the, the, yeah, we'll talk. the shed people later. Hey, Fred, yeah, come yeah. in so you talk on that mic. Fred, yes. tell us how you how you get to work with people who are in Lou Reed's band. It, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. I, was do, I, was, <laughs> I was doing a kid's record right after the storm, and I started sending out feelers to all the musicians I liked. And next thing you know, Lou Reed's band people started writing me back. And the story I was going to tell you earlier, but you told me, shh, don't tell me that don't story. Don't tell me, wait till we turn the mics yeah. on, yeah. So about five years ago, I wrote a song called I'm No Angel, a serious Fred tune. And uh, the guy from Lou Reed's band, uh, Fernando Saunders, who's actually an excellent producer. He produced Marion Faithful. He produced Lou Reed. Excellent producer. Uh, what, what's his name? I'm going to write it down. Fernando Saunders. Fernando Saunders. Saunders. Where and does he's, he live? Uh, he was a bass player for Jeff Beck, bass player for Lou Reed. Anyway, he had a hit with one of my songs. I go up to New York. You wrote a song for this guy. Who's I wrote a song for him, yeah. One of the he, world's great bass players. Well, I wrote a song, and he was supposed to play on it. He liked the song, and he goes, I would put this on my record. And so he Why had Why does it, he have a weird accent? Because his name is Fernando. What is he supposed to say? Like, oh, I'm Fernando. What, what is he, Italian? I, he is... Really Italian? He, he's Cuban, actually. He's Cuban, okay. He's Cuban from Detroit. And how's he but he lives in Prague. Saunders is not... But he lives in Prague. And he calls himself Saunders? His last name Saunders. It can't be. It's not a Cuban name, surely, is it? Well, maybe his dad was American. not, and his mom or was Irish. Cuban. Irish. Okay. Irish. So anyway. Okay, Fernando says. He, he, he says, I want you to write another song. And I said, I ain't writing crap for you until I meet you. We've been working together over the oh, Skype or the phone and everything. Demanding. And he goes, okay, when are you going into New York? And I go, I'm going there for my 50th birthday. He said, I will meet you in New York. He flew in from Prague. I get to show up at uh, Pyramid Studios in Manhattan. He said, do you need a band? And I said, sure, who do you got? He brought Lou Reed's band with him. Nice. Lou was dead, they needed a singer, I was there. Was that crass? No, I shouldn't have said that. That is just, that is amazing. But it was, it was crazy, so Fernando Saunders, who produced a couple of Lou Reed things, produced Marion Faithful, et cetera, just produced my last record. 
So Lou Reed's band. So you're the you're Lou Reed too then. Basically. I'm like Lou Reed to the sequel. Yeah. And what was the sort of music? What's uh, it's a song called "Color Me Manhattan," which has been sort of compared to like Lou Reed meets Steve Earle kind of thing. Can you do it? Uh, maybe maybe in a little bit. I could do like a verse or two. How I think long I have do we have to wait? Why can't we hear it now? Because uh, I need to go tune a guitar and get stuff. I could I could do what it do momentarily. Mean, you, well, I could do it momentarily. I think I have lyrics from my talk about Reiki. Okay, we'll talk about Reiki. You tune the guitar. Okay, all right. Okay. Stacia, who have you been texting this whole time? Oh, I'm just uh, checking us all in on Facebook here. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I have the photographer taking pictures with my phone, so it all Uh, Okay, so Douglas is taking photos with your phone, (laughs) and you're putting them on Facebook while we speak. Okay, cool. Okay, so what is Reiki therapy? Uh, Reiki is a a Japanese healing energy art form that uh, isn't for everyone. But Isn't. for me, no, it's not for everyone because uh, okay. for me, I, I don't ever try to push what it is that I believe on other people. But, but I truly believe that magic lives within the belief itself. So if you believe in good vibes, good vibes exist. If you gl- believe in bad luck, then bad luck exists. Can you believe in being super wealthy? Oh, yeah, I'm working on it right now. Okay. <laughs> I believe. All right. How long does it take for good vibes to come along or more money or whatever? Can you just believe it? You, yeah, I, I mean, that could all happen How in long? an instant. In an instant. In an instant. Because it's all about a state of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as Reiki goes, like the healing energy, yes. it's really just a, a hands-on healing touch is really what it is. So, so you touch. Hands-on where? Hands. <laughs> 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 Touche. Uh, well, that's a fair question. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So I thought generally speaking, to start, like people will, I mean, start with your hands on your head. It's mm-hmm. just like a, a place to get grounded and to start there and just kind of center your thoughts. You put your hands on the person. On the person, on the yeah. You can, you can, right. <laughs> you can reiki yourself too. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> uh, you can reiki situations. Uh, you can reiki your food. You can reiki emails. You can reiki. What the heck does it mean? Once you uh, can reiki an email, it's really about it's the good vibes, the intention. You're saying you like I'm putting put something into it. Yeah, I'm putting this energy into it, and I hope that the person receiving this message truly hears what it is that I'm trying to convey to them. That doesn't get lost over technology. <laughs> I mean, energy is energy. Oh. Mm. Okay. Cool. How did you learn to do this? Or uh, this is when, uh, no, when I was in Seattle, uh, I was feeling uh, kind of anxious, and this is be- right before I realized that I was going to be moving. I got the, the calling to move to New Orleans, and so uh, Reiki just kind of came on my radar, and I became a certified practitioner. Uh, that sounds very easy. And, well... It, it Nothing to it. YouTube? No, I, I, you spend you spend some time with uh, spend time with a Reiki master. They actually have to go through an entire year of uh, being an apprentice before that they can even uh, teach Reiki to anybody else. Do you have to have a license to put your hands on someone and tell them they healed or what? Uh, like that's, legally, that's just not called no, Reiki. <laughs> you don't have to have a license. It's kind of a because it's a fringe. Uh, oh, it's not. Uh, what practice? Right. I guess mm-hmm. it's not like massage therapy. You know, it's not. Um, but they do have certifications for Reiki practitioners, yes. So how do I feel after? Uh, very calm. Like relaxed? Blissed out. Yeah, just, uh, mm. it's, it's very relaxing. And they're... Can you, can you do it to us around <laughs> These here? These things all sound very inappropriate, but there are Reiki circles. <laughs> and <laughs> where many people get together and many people can put their hands on you and give you good vibes and good energy. That's awesome. That's mm. really, really cool. How much is a session? 
Uh, it's kind of around the same lines of if you were to get uh, a massage, it's around the same uh, price point. But everybody's different, like any massage okay. therapist. So do you do it for a living? Do you give no, actually, I ah, came down here and I thought that I would pursue it as a career, possibly either that or uh, doing, you know, professional organizing. But I realized that energetically speaking, I I really wanted to do more hands-on things, like with people's stuff, as opposed to just like. I do use yeah, bodies. Yeah, I do use Reiki to like hold space and it's like because I change people's energy in their homes when I'm working with them. So it's really interesting. It's like that Feng Shui type. It's oh, very. I mean, this is a very deep conversation. I just don't think I've had well, enough ha beers. I was going to say we have a lot of <laughs> alcohol to go here. That is a big drink. Yeah, that is half what full is for sure. <laughs> what is that? A stout. Yeah. Which one? That's the it? Nola Irish Stout. Uh -huh, cool. It's good. I like it. It looks great. So you're a beer drinker. Uh, How do you stay that skinny? Uh, I uh, drink a lot of water, and I work out, and I eat healthy. I what thought you were going to say good vibes. And I've got a lot of, <laughs> I, yeah, I got a lot of good vibes. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> Here's a song called Calumny Manhattan by P.H. Fred. Is that what it's called, Fred? That's, that's what I it's called. I thought that sounded pretty professional there. Oh, thank you. Like a sort of smooth segue. I woke up down in Chelsea, but I didn't even take the train. I'm surrounded by round tables and needlebrook again. Well, I feel just like a tourist walking here several times before. Let's call him Mark I'm eating Chinese dumplings with a mugger in Central Park People think I'm dead and some of them friends Calling me Manhattan, but not again dum -de -dum -dum -dum. I'm feeling dum-de-dum-dum-dum I'm feeling dum-de-dum-dum-dum I don't have the rest of the lyrics. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's really great. You have a, it does sound a little bit like Lou Reed, I have to say, doesn't it? It sounds more like Lou Reed with Lou Reed's band backing me up. And this is on your new record it's called on the new record. Crazy... What is it called? Rough, Fred? Dumb, Crazy, Sad, and Blue. Rough, Dumb, Crazy, Sad, and Blue. We could go through those one at a time if you like. Uh, the parts of it, rough. Rough. Well, it started out as rough because originally these were a bunch of rough mixes that we started to throw together. Dumb because people think I was dumb when I said I was playing with these people in Lou Reed's band. Then their dumb went to me being crazy because they thought I was crazy when I told them the stories of being in... Well, you are crazy there. I am crazy. You know that. And then the Sad and Blue is a reference to the, uh, the Bob Dylan song on there, the If Not For You. Uh-huh. Okay. And, which is... Which, oh, I'm looking forward to hearing this. Yes, which, which is, is actually, what? That's a cool uh, track, the Crazy Sad and Blue, the uh, If Not For You, because that features Steve Hunter, also played with Lou Reed and, and Peter Gabriel. And I sent him the track, and I said, I need guitar. And he goes, I'm not playing guitar. I'm playing banjo and mandolin. And I go, dude, you played with Alice Cooper, and you're offering me banjo and mandolin? He goes, trust me. Wow. He's, a, he's a good banjo player. How did not cool. know that. So you put this whole thing together yourself, and now how funny, I mean, how serious, I mean, is the MySpace thing? Uh, what, that's how I met all it these really guys. It really was MySpace. It was really it. MySpace. It was right after Katrina. We were raising funds for a, a kid's uh, handicap camp, and I contacted Did all these musicians. Did you say handicap? No, 
handicapped. Hand, handy, handicapped camp. I thought you said panty camp. Uh, well, that, that, that would was be the other, great. The, the panty camp yeah. is something I'm working that's on right definitely. now. <laughs> they can have free Raikou or whatever that's called. Oh, that's Reiki. Not, Reiki. No, that's Reiki in the form of a haiku. That's Raikou. A Raikou, okay. And Raikou is going to be... Ra- <laughs> Anyway, I missed the Reiki conversation. I walked in on the end is when it said the same price as a uh, as a as a massage, and I said happy ending, and I, uh-huh. and I didn't do we say all that look, Do we all look happier to you? We all look when happier when back? I came back. Yes. Mm. Can you send people good vibes without touching them? Session. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Can you do it right now? I mean, now? you can do it. Am I doing it <laughs> without even knowing? Is that what you're saying? Yes, you are doing I it. I thought it was just a drink. <laughs> really. Fernando Saunders. Okay, didn't that sound also like a little bit like Warren Zevon? I thought. Did you think? It, it's it's in there as well. Yeah, that's cool. So, are you doing comedy songs as well? I don't really do much comedy anymore. You've given up that. I, You're not I, a funny guy. I I don't feel funny anymore. I, actually, a year ago, a friend of mine who I'd done comedy with a long, long time passed away, mm. and we came out of retirement, a bunch of us, to do a comedy benefit right down the street at that comedy chat. What's it called? Uh, La Nuit. La Nuit. And it was kind of cool. Ken Jeong and a lot of the guys from the comedy troupe came in town to do it. And after that, I was just sort of burnt out. I felt spent comedy-wise. You didn't enjoy it? Well, I enjoyed doing laugh. it. I enjoyed doing it that night, but I tried to do it after that. I just didn't feel funny. Hmm. I don't know. It, Ebola, not too funny. No. Ebola, could, uh, not too funny. Ebola, not too funny. Strong that? Halloween costume, though. That was good. Do you think that we're going to see a lot of those? Probably? I think we're going to see some Ebolas this year. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there's a sexy uh, Ebola like costume that. already. A sexy Ebola. What <laughs> is it? What does that what entail? What is a sexy Ebola? Uh, 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 like protection, you know. Uh, diarrhea so, and vomiting. So you know, it's basically like <laughs> yeah. a really sexy short, diarrhea. <laughs> short skirt. I think there's a song by rub- Prince. Rubber gloves and a hazmat. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, like a nurse. Mask. Like a nurse. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. All right. Yeah. That's well, that makes a lot of sense. When you yeah. Think about it. It's never too soon, I suppose. No. <laughs> yep. Okay. Where'd that come from, Fred? What made you think of Ebola there? Well, how'd that come up? Well, we were talking about things not being funny anymore. Things mm. haven't been funny lately. Oh, I see. Even oh, there's too much in the world that's not funny. There's yeah. always something serious in yeah, the world. Yeah, there is. Actually, I think the Pope is funny. Is he? He's going to be the pope, first Pope being uh, excommunicated while Pope. What what do do? Think he, I think he's ups- upsetting a lot of people. This is new to me. I, I didn't hear about this. Well, he, he, What's he done? He's, he's advocating... Uh, well, I agree with him, but he's advocating oh, I see. His, gays. He's advocating. His liberal oh, I approach. Think awesome. very, oh, I think it's awesome too. Yeah. But I think he's going to get whacked. No, he's going to be shot. You mean, the, 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 the Italian, assassinated? The, the Italian part of the church is going to get pissed off with this, and they're going to put a whack out on him. Wow! Didn't someone try and kill the Pope? The other Pope? Once? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why they're the Pope mobile John now. Paul. Oh, that's why they have the Pope. Yeah. Yeah. He visited him. He visited him in jail and forgave him. I guess you, you know that Pope. No, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Visit him. Yeah. Why did the guy want to do it? What, what did the Pope done to him? I don't know, man. That's, you know, one of those Pope-killing guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you think, Fred, this guy's asking for it because he's too radical. I, I, th- I think people are getting upset with him. I but don't know. What's hey, he, what is great. he saying? He's saying that the Catholic Church should allow everybody into it, like an yeah. actual religion. So like a real religion. Rather than he's some being, sort of He's being Christ-like. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's no good at that's, all, that's right? That's awful. Yeah, yeah. So I see what you're saying now. I didn't realize that. Hmm. What does he, what does he think about all the rest of the people who can't? Well, who else can't get in if you get divorced? you can't he, go. He's, he's letting right. them back in. That's, a, that's good, too. No, that's all good. And where does it say you can't as a Catholic do that? Is it in the Bible somewhere? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I never remember seeing that. <laughs> I didn't really get past Chapter 1, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, you, you went to a Catholic high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michaela, did you go to a Catholic school? 
Nope. I went to a public school. Public school? Mm-hmm. P.H., did you go I, to a I Catholic school? I went to a Catholic school, Valedictorian Jesuit High School. Okay. Station, what's the school? Latin and Greek and all that stuff. Uh, I just went to a public high school in Michigan, but I was raised Lutheran and... Lutheran. I, uh, and they, Lutheran. They, they quit the church a long time ago, those I, Lutherans. Yeah, and then I quit that um, mm. when I was about 16. Mm. Got out. When did you start singing the rock, like the rock and roll music? Uh, when I was really young. Um, my father's a rock musician. What does he play? Uh, he plays guitar and sings. So I, he wanted wow, okay. to be a rock star, and so... Um, then he had kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you screwed the whole thing up for him. And so Are you the oldest? I am, yeah. And so I was so like, well, I'm going to be the rock star. So I moved to Seattle to do that. And I, I did that for about 15 years. What year was that? Was it like at the height of the whole Nirvana Pearl Jam type It was. Uh, no, it was like right on the back end of that. So uh, I moved out there in 97. All that height was about 95, because I think that's when Kurt Cobain died, okay. right? And... Uh, but Seattle was still a But it's still it's still a huge yeah it's like a huge music. So uh, who were the other guys in the band? What the how did you find them? Uh, I found them through Craigslist actually. Nice. Uh, so we got. It was really great. MySpace and Craigslist. Yeah, we're we're kicking it old school today. And they, and they <laughs> were called the Endeavors. This band you came up with that name. You guys. I did. You came yeah. Up. Why yeah. why is that? Uh, why did I come up yeah, with the name? Yeah. Why the Endeavors? Oh, uh, it just spoke to me. It took me a long time to come up with it. You know, you gotta come up with the band names like name and a That's child. That's ridiculously hard. Yeah, and like when I when it came when it hit me, I was like, "That's it." And then I looked up theendeavors.com, and that still was available. Well, and I was like, "Holy oh, you know, shit!" The difference between coming up with a band name and a child's name is if you find out another child has that name, you can't name your child that name. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes <laughs> you, gotta, you have the same problem with a band, but <laughs> but yeah. So I found my uh, my bandmates through Craigslist, right. and I was very specific, saying things like, you know, if you don't meet these requirements, please don't waste my time. I won't waste yours. And my uh, a friend of mine who's incredibly talented said, Stasia, um, uh, I don't think you're going to get very many responses from this. And I said, that's perfect. That's going to save me a lot of time. No time mm-hmm. wasters. Isn't yeah. that one of the things they put on these music ads and music I got show? No time wasters? I got one response. Wow. And that, that was, was the guy I was with Mr. Uh, as my guitarist for three years we were together. Hmm. Yeah, it was Indeed. great. So I had a look online. I saw, I found a link to the Endeavors. Oh, yeah? There's actual YouTube footage of you in a bar. Yes. Singing a song called Highway or something. Like that. That's a good one. I love yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. So, but now you have a whole different life. Now, you, now you're like a business. I, I shook the Etch-A-Sketch of life, and I just started over with a clean slate. <laughs> I like that. However, everything that I did as a musician, because like I was a networker, right? I would go to bars, and I would like try to meet other bands that I was interested in and put shows together with them and book the venues and do all. I mean, you had to work it. And Were you smoking cigarettes at that point? Uh, I had quit smoking when I was about 26, but oh, okay. yeah, I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, but there was a lot of drinking, and right. I fell in love with a lot of bartenders. I never dated <laughs> musicians, <laughs> but I always fell in love with bartenders, and I won't do that anymore. <laughs> but um, everything I learned as a musician, I was able to translate that over into what I can do now as a business. It's still a business. It's not, they don't call it the music business for nothing, right? Sure. So, well, um, how did you come up with the idea of organizing people's stuff? Where'd that come ah, from? So um, my day job, I was a nanny for 15 years and I worked with a family, one particular family for 10 years I was with them. 
and the youngest was really my prototype for how I work with my clients, right? So hey, how old was you're, she was she? Um, when we started doing this, she was about five, six years old. So her birthday or the holidays would come up and I'd say, okay, so we need to make room for the, the holiday clothes or the birthday toys that are coming in. Like, what can we get rid of? And I would go with her like one shelf, one drawer at a time. And so everything I used to do in Seattle, I do here in New Orleans, but in a whole new up-leveled kind of way. So these people must have had some money because every time the kid had a birthday, they throw all the shit away and they buy new stuff for them. No, no we live organization in a world. Grant. Is, that, is that what you're saying? We live no. in a world of consumerism, right? Right. So Does whether, everyone do that? You, yeah. I mean, you should do it. I mean, every time the holidays come around, like, you know, people what, getting you things. No, people are giving you things that you don't, you know, either right. you're going to keep and you want. And so you got to integrate it into your life and make room for it, or they give you things that you don't want, and uh, you are not obligated to hold on to tacky presents for the rest of your life. You can let them go is immediately. Regifting is awesome. I actually have a, a white elephant party every uh, every year, and so you're not allowed to spend any money right. on the gift. So like you that. either find something in your home that you, I mean, I've gotten like people giving away like half empty 40s uh, <laughs> a box of holy socks yeah. uh, or then just like that really tacky uh, mm. snuggie that yep. somebody didn't want that somebody else really wanted I, said, right. I would take that my uncles yeah. and cousins got tired of getting tools for Christmas that everybody already had so we started a green Christmas where you had to pick up whatever you were bringing just one thing but you kind of uh, you did kind of a, a draft to see who got what but everybody brought one thing that they got off the curb you know and it was amazing how good it found. I, oh, yeah. Neat. And yeah. it was amazing how awesome these presents <laughs> ended up being. I got some amazing shit. That is a great idea. Yeah, I got this. You get only bring stuff uh, you found. Yeah, yeah, what's the best thing that you got? I got this killer mirror uh, in, in this frame that is ornate and beautiful and has two, two lamps that plug in and light up next to it, kind of looking like candles on the side. Very, uh, what would you call it? Catholic. Um, Gothic, no, almost not quite gothic, but yeah, like some somewhere in that that design uh, vein of, of kind of like floral and organic shapes, and just really lovely. It's like it's too heavy, and, and I haven't hung it anywhere, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and someone oh. was throwing that Baby away steps. and wanted tossing it. Now it's mine. Really? Oh, not you. No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, you should hang it. No, up I was not tossing it. Otherwise, yet. it's just clutter. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really cool. I know, I know. It's just organized in some corner, dark attic, you know, yeah. space. Put it up on the wall. Make it integrated into your life. Maybe I should. Honor it. What does your place mm. look like? My place Where is awesome. <laughs> Where? Where do you live? I'm in Mid City. Mid City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live on a fabulous block with like amazing neighbors. We had a porch party last night. Oh wow! Okay. And. Uh, I, I went out, I went to the porch party, and then I, 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 I had a date, so I left the porch party, went on a date for a couple hours, came back, the porch party was still, still going. going strong. <laughs> nice. Did so. you bring the date back to the porch party? No, I didn't, no. Where no. did you go with the date? Uh, I went to uh, the new place on Bank Street, uh, Dis and Dat. Oh, yeah. What's that like? It was awesome. Have they have, is it anything got, to do with Dat Dog at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, but they're doing burgers now, too. And it's real cute on the outside and the inside. You can like go sit in the back. You can sit in the front and the inside. So I what's the guy it. like? How'd uh, you meet him? 
Craigslist? <laughs> oh, I just lost my headphones there. You gave him um, some Reiki? No, actually, that was from uh, OkCupid. Ah, I was just ready to delete my profile, at least suspend it, because I was tired of, like, really lame emails. And uh, Okay, what's the definition of a lame email? Yo, girl, what's up? <laughs> really? And it includes that little neck movement that you yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the Michigan in me. Gu- guys write that to you on OkCupid, okay really. Hey, girl, you looking good. What are you wearing in this picture? <laughs> Like I have like my business profile picture up okay. there. Like I'm looking, you know. But then I've got my, you know, my Mardi Gras pictures and all my holiday. I like to dress up. I don't know if you guys noticed. No. <laughs> Never want to thunk it. Uh, Are you telling them right off the bat that you're doing the crazy Reiki thing, or do they have to find that out later on? The I day? don't really do. It. Well, the Reiki thing. That's like you like dug that up. I hadn't really been thinking about that. Well, I just read it off this page of paper. But I think if you put that on OK Cupid, I think someone reading this I bio of you, they would either think that this is like the best woman of all time where they'd be really scared what's that this whole thing about you you do reiki therapy you're a firewalker you're a singer in a rock band you've got a business yeah so and you go to porch parties and And once again once again yeah so it's like somebody might say you know i don't think anybody's going to respond to that that's what you want you just want the one person i just want the one person i think it'll be interesting if i read that on uh, what is so what's the hit rate on okq but not too good what's that the strike rate you haven't met anybody except this one guy I mean, like the OK Cupid dates, you go on some OK dates. Okay. That's why it's called it's OK name, Cupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like called well, fucking Fantastic why, Cupid. Why don't they call it that? OK Cupid. But uh, no, my date last night was actually really excellent. Okay. And oddly enough, uh, we had a Seattle, New Orleans connection. Mm. He's a New Orleans native, lived in Seattle for most of his life, and is back here. And that's just odd. Is there a way to verify that? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> Fingerprints, things like that. So what's he supposed to do next? Is he supposed to call you today? Uh, I'm a busy person, so uh, well, he's already... I can already see that, yeah. He's already texted you. <laughs> he's texted me. It's the afternoon, yeah, you're no. sitting around with your... He's with, is this your me. first beer of the day? No, this is my first okay. beer. Yeah, no, this is... <laughs> well, like, what is it, 4.30? This is what I'm going to ask about you, the, the Michigan thing. Up, yeah. Upper or lower? Oh, yeah, Grant, you, you, you can per- take this. You know this, Upper or Troll? I know the name of this place that you're yeah, from. Yeah, so, uh, right, uh, I'm in uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan. I'm, I'm familiar with Ypsilanti as okay. well. Okay, so, it, because Iggy Pop is from right. Ypsilanti. Is and Mike really? Watt, my base, one of my bass players, plays with Iggy Pop. Fantastic, yep, that's all that I'm thinking From the Stooges. Okay. There's also an awesome book called The Three Christs of Ypsilanti. Yes. Have you ever seen that book? I've heard of it, but I've never, never heard of it. it. There's a mental institution in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Uh, I think my family lived there. They did? <laughs> oh, man, this is, this is going great for the folks on, but I'm trying to figure out what rhymes with Ypsilanti. You know, <laughs> what? Well, we could Ypsilanti. go back to that panty I'm thing that we had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That totally rhymes. Ypsilanti, whoops, a panty. Perfect. Yeah. So this, this, um, this book is about these, this psych- psychiatrist at Ypsilanti, Michigan, who, who had a, a patient back in the days, like in the 50s, when they locked people up for this kind of thing. Now they're just all on the street, of course. But... He thought he was Jesus Christ, and so he went to a, the psychiatrist went to a convention of psychiatrists and met two other psychiatrists who also had patients who thought they were Jesus Christ, and they did this experiment. That's what this book is about. He shipped these three guys who all thought they were Jesus to the Ypsilanti, Michigan mental institution and put them all in the same room. And then what happened? Oh, that's the, what the book is about. It's fantastic. It. It's a brilliant book, actually. Love okay, it. tell me what it's called again. I'm intrigued. The Three Christs of, of Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. Oh, my yeah. God. That's such a song. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. Could be a great song. I'm gonna have to read that one. Okay. okay Talking good. of song, we have to get through some music. 
Michaela, what about what are you going to play for us today? Um, something that's not on any record, and it, it might or might not be on the next one. I haven't decided. We'll we'll decide for you today. Cool. It's called we'll the Free up. Christ of Ipsilon. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to take it down. You heard it here first. I got this new low string. It's a, a low G rather than. I met someone in the quarter who plays a lot of ukulele and upright bass and just gave me these strings. It's really nice. But so it's a special new tuning of your ukulele? Same tuning, just an octave lower for this one string. So it makes it sound a lot different, richer if you will. Oh, okay. Uh, but this one's called The Same Page. Thank you. 
what uh, what do you vote? Put it on the album or not, guys? Absolutely. Andrew, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs on. up. I mean, I guess voice. I haven't heard the other on, ones, on. but yeah. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, Stacia, what do you think? She has a stunning voice. Well, stunning. Beautiful. Yeah. Michaela, gorgeous. I felt it. Yeah, Woo! Oh, like when you start moving. Powerful. Yeah. That means everything <laughs> to me. So thanks. That was powerful. And you two guys have something else in common. You used to work at Commanders as well. I did for oh. about a year. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a requirement when you move into New Orleans. It helps. That you work at Commanders. I mean, there are so many people that work there. It's really cool to be able to meet so many 250 people. 250 people, mm-hmm. like, immediately. Yeah. I was like, hey, everybody. So now, like, even though I hadn't been there for, like, two years, I can go any to any <coughs> festival mm-hmm. or anywhere I want, and I will probably run into at least one person oh, yeah. I knew from Commanders. Absolutely. And is it like a family? People, yeah. people yeah, support absolutely. each other and they'll come to your gigs and oh uh, yeah. yeah actually my band I'm in a seven piece band as well and the drummer is a captain at Commanders and came to see me do an open mic night at I think like Checkpoint Charlie's once and said hey our singer's leaving you want to be in a band and so nice that happened and now a bunch of people come to see us from Commanders isn't it? and that's I how I met that. you come to think of it I totally forgot that Oh, Somebody yeah. who worked at Commanders, mm-hmm. as we do that other show at Commanders, we yeah. do Out to Lunch, you know, the business show at Commanders, and somebody came to me and gave, one of the other people who worked there and gave me a, a card and said, you need Every, to call this yeah. woman, she's got a great voice. What a sweetheart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you cool. were too shy to do it, she said. So well, we no. all she have didn't Commanders tell me she was in common, because that's where I met Grant, was at uh, the Out to Lunch at Commanders yeah, that Palace. That Out to Lunch show was, that was just was like a lucky show. months ago. That was awesome. It was. Yes, That's that where w- I saw you on Out to Lunch. That's how I know about you. Yeah. Uh, and I then was I didn't know at that point, though, that you have this whole rock and roll side to you. <laughs> yeah. And you fall in love with bartenders. It's a pity you don't fall in love with one down here. This would be a great city to fall in love with a bartender in. Depends, man. It depends, depends. yeah. Really? Yeah. On what? I think that well, which bar? You can start yeah, there. Okay, all right. It makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah. And what are you doing now, Michaela, besides... I'm still waiting tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I really do. I actually... Um, give out a lot of business cards because I just my favorite thing in the world is to meet new people and you meet so many different people waiting tables yeah. and if they you know say what do you what do you do besides this and I tell them about it I'm never like hi I actually do this but I'm also a musician come to my show tonight <laughs> but if we get into the conversation I'll you know give them a business card and a lot of people have come to my shows it's really cool it's really nice Yeah. how do you plan on getting out of waiting tables what's the um, what's the full time musician not plan? stressed about it I mean, right. I, I, once I start touring, which I cannot wait for, because that's my other favorite thing, is just to travel and meet more new people and play music while I'm at it. So that hopefully will help. I mean... I know there's a lot of good musicians in New Orleans, but your voice is spectacular. Thanks. So yeah. something, something has to happen, right? Andrew? Yeah, I'm working yeah. on I'm doing a lot of projects with, like, completely different... Like, I'm doing some hip-hop R&B hooks. I'm doing some neo-jazz stuff. Um, doing, I'm working on working with another, well, just a bunch of. Pro- I don't want to like talk about it before they're all done, before all right. that they even happen. But do you have a studio, or you just work in your apartment? Just my apartment, yeah. Um, my band has been recording. The Crooked Vines have been recording out in a studio on West Bank, and the guy who's been recording us lives uptown actually. Um, and we're working on that, so hopefully we'll have a release in a, a few months. But if you go to my website, you can follow that Which or M I K A Y L A music dot com. dot com. I like the name of the band, Crooked Vines. The Crooked Vines, yeah. yeah. We have a we're working I guess we'll have a website eventually, but we have a Facebook page now that has all the updates and everything. Nice. That one's a lot of fun. It's it's a dancey one, which is why I take my solo stuff down a couple notches because 
I can dance on stage with a big band, you know. Are you dating anybody from OkCupid? No, actually. <laughs> Nobody? Do you have a profile? I don't. <laughs> Should I make one? I don't know. We could if do they it had a fucking here. spectacular Cupid, I'd be on it. Yeah. Okay. That's what yeah. they need to call Maybe, it. That's what they need idea. to call it. That's what we're setting up, Grant. Hey, it's Fred. We should get on that immediately. If my app doesn't take off, we're doing the website. <laughs> if your app doesn't work, and you what, your panty camp. No, oh, actually, there's an app. You have an app. I have an app called the Fredgicator, which oh, okay. educates children. We'll talk about that. No, soon. tell us about it. What is it? Can we it's, get it right now? You can, it's, it's coming out within the next month on iPhones, and right. it teaches kids how to do the ACT. I've had a kid jump 10 points on the ACT using the app. Wow. I've had a, I had a kid going to one of these Catholic schools in Kenner, which is an oxymoron school in Kenner. Anyway, the kid got a quarter of a million dollars of scholarship money using my app. Nice. So it comes out nationally Shit. later this year. Can we... Uh, Invest in it or something? Now, uh, we be we one of those people who say we put ten bucks into Microsoft. Who knows? Who knows? You could. What is? What do you do on that? Suppose I got it. It, it. It's basically the the hot tips to take the test. I took like the ten thousand pages that were written about the ACT, and in the past eighteen years, I've condensed that to a hundred flashcards. And it's the stuff so that you're sort of a genius, really. They, you're like a sort of idiot savant. Spoke kind of. more idiot than more savant. More idiot. <laughs> yes. That's a pretty. That's pretty amazing, though, isn't it? Really, seriously. I'm the it- so mid-city idiot. That's what I am. Yes. Mid-city-it? I'm a mid-city-it. I'm a mid-city-it. <laughs> so are you on the meds now or off? I'm on the meds. You're on the meds. I'm on, the, I'm on more thought, meds than last you saw me. Even? Even. Because I remember last time you told us you were on a whole lot of stuff. Because you were really crazy and you I flip really, out. Well, the last time I was supposed to be on the show, I wasn't here because I almost died. Yeah, so what right. happened there? I was uh, tutoring one of these children a day yeah. before I was supposed to be on the show. started to have chest pains. And my dad died of a heart attack, so I w- drove myself to the hospital. They kept me there for two days. No, a day. $20,000. Mm. That almost gave me a heart attack. No. But you're okay. <laughs> I, yeah, my heart's fine. What are you taking these days? You got extra stuff? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Every musician in the world. Every musician yes. in the world. I have what some, do you got? I, I have good stuff. I, have good, I don't have any Adderall for your sound guy. Uh, I heard that's hard to get in Canada. Mm. It's delicious. What, uh, what are you on, then? Uh, do you really want to know? Yes, of course. I'm on the, the valproic acid, a.k.a. Depakote. Depakote, what's that? That's like uh, it's, it's anti-anxiety like a, no, it's, it's for bipolar, for bipolar. the ups and the downs. Oh, okay. mm. I'm on lithium. Which is, You're on lithium, which was the name of your last album. Was was, lithium, yes, or lithium, the bipolar dancer. Yes, that was my last <laughs> Okay. So what does that do? Does that have any, do these have any side effects? Uh, no. Interaction? Every, everything probably, has a side effect. You probably shouldn't drink, but besides oh, well, that. It's too late for that yeah, right yeah, now. It's too late for that. What is this one you're drinking here, uh, It's a Pimm's Cup. Pim- oh, that's oh, a good yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. Is it good? Which is served the drink of choice at Napoleon House. Okay. Which was built for Napoleon when he was supposed to leave France, you know. Mm-hmm. That building, not the drink. Yes, we do know that. <laughs> okay, so you're on those two. What? Depakote and... Lithium. Lithium. Anything else? Uh, thyroid medicine. Oh, you have a thyroid problem? Yeah, my thyroid doesn't connect. produce. No, that's not connected. Is that connected to bipolar and crazy? No, I don't think so. Crazy is connected to crazy. What Creativity is connected to crazy. That's what I was so wondering if you came up with. crazy, too. Well, that's what I wondered if you came up with this genius idea when you're off the meds and you had like some sort of, you know. Epiphany. Blinding for epiphany, yes. That's, that's a good word for it. Thanks. Is, it, is that what happened or? I don't know. They just come to me. I wake up in the middle of the night and no, but this whole write the thing, shit down. You know this whole thing where you've condensed the last 18 years of the ACT into a and couple of flashcards. Yeah. The thousands. I mean, well, the was fact that, that I took this kid who wasn't very bright and I got her a quarter of a million dollars of scholarship money. That's well, you pretty didn't, insane. You, you didn't even add that, but in, initially she yeah. wasn't even bright. Well, she was bright, but she wasn't that bright. Let's put it that way. Okay. Quarter of a million dollars. That's crazy. How yeah. much? So, how much are you going to charge for the app? 
They have like 10 bucks, I think. So usually a parent would pay $500 for a course or 1500 for a course. They're spending $10 on an app. It's cheaper to buy the app than it is to sign up for the test. Holy crap. Well, these people are probably doing other things, right? This is a supplemental thing, or do you recommend That's, they just use your app? Well, we're working that out now. I need some mm -hmm. guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. So if you have any pigs or guinea pigs taking the test. What do you need? Like some kids? who would... Kids. Yeah, we need some kids. Okay. Like what age? We can send you I'm, kids. I'm going to hook you up. Tomorrow's Halloween, bro. Tomorrow's when you get them. <laughs> you want some candy? <laughs> candy in a standardized test. Here's the number two pencil. <laughs> Just give Halloween's <laughs> tomorrow, y'all. How about some Scandrons, everybody? Exactly. But so, anyway, that's what's coming up with me. So hopefully next time you see me, you have a new sponsor for well, this Well, I'll tell you what. The, yeah, that's a great idea. You could you'd be able to buy this whole city if this works yeah, out. it does. So people listen to the show, you know, like they'll come listen to it a year later or whatever. Right. So by the time you listen to this, it's a chance it'll be out. Oh, it'll be out. And it's called the Fredricator. Fredricator. And what are the chances that the, whoever owns the ACT is going to shut this whole thing down? Well, that's the only thing is they could they could change the test, but we just revise the cards. It's better for you. They have to spend another ten dollars. Exactly. And yeah. as as the and one of the kids told me, he said, "You know how many people are going to want to buy this?" I go, "I don't know." And she goes, "Everybody. It's yeah. only ten bucks." Yeah. How many people take the ACT every year? Half a million kids. Okay, well, can we work that out right now? 500,000. <laughs> times 10. Times 10 is That's 5 million. 50 million or 5 million? 5 million. 5 million. A year. Get it? That doesn't sound all that much for a <laughs> genius breakthrough. Maybe no. you need to charge more. No, but the thing is... Why do you charge 19.99 for we this We could thing? do that. Yeah, but think of all the, uh, think of all the, the ad deals that you get. You know, Coke and stuff's going to be after this uh, guy. Okay. Do, you know, and then all of a sudden you have the essays. Because the That's thing right. is, I do, everything from, I do everything from middle school all the way through the LSAT. Though. I, you want to go to law school, Brent? Right. Yes, I would love to go to law school. Could I do it on the app? There's yeah. an app for that. Educator. I, 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 I see. This I, is just the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, so you a record deal? I do. I do an app for record deals. And this studios. is great. So you can. You the, the ACT is just the beginning. Oh yeah. So now there's going to be. You're going to do an app for all these other right courses. You need a high school diploma. Jesus Christ. This Get the Fredricator. You're, <laughs> you're not even kidding, right? No, I'm not joking. Holy shit. Who do you think called good. me while we're in the middle of this interview? Thing? I don't know. Was who the, was it? Why didn't you take the call? Lou Reed. No. <laughs> it is Halloween tomorrow. Oh. You'll be dead for a year. And it'll be a it seance. That's what we could have done today. Oh. It, was, oh, it was the app man. people, actually. Who are the app people? What? Okay, well, tell us. Uh, Andrew, you have to play a song. Yeah, no, I don't. No, yes, you, play yeah. a song. you do. But I want to know about how you go about doing this app. Shall I make you play one first, then we'll come back and ask you? Yeah, come back. No, yeah, you should. I should. I need to tune anyway. So okay, all right. Talk well, about you yourselves. Okay, yeah. we're going to get a Reiki therapy session. Yeah, let's get a Reiki therapy yeah, session. Yeah, and then we'll right. talk about how you make an app. Midiat Savants. Midiat You can't tell the future or anything, can you, Stacey? No, you nobody can tell the future. Nobody. Oh, okay. I just wondered if we knew about Fred's app. So, Fred, so you <laughs> have the idea. When you say, the who is the guy calling you about Well, I used to, before, before I worked for Little Tychus in Disney, I used to do, do uh, educational software. And I was tutoring these kids, and the people from the software company saw me again and again and again and again. They go, you do something a little bit differently than these other tutors. We need to meet. And after meeting with them for like two hours, after the guy insulted me about being crazy, he, uh, we signed a contract, and I own 51% of the company. So. And what is he putting up? Uh, actually, he's, he's like for my neck and my... Now, what, no, is what, it, what, what does he put out? Well, what's he putting up? So you're, butt, you're right? putting up 51%. For 51%, well, you've knows, got the whole idea. So what's he, is he, he paying he, for? It he, or he, he he's, paying, he's fronting all the money. Okay. He has the software developers. He has the monkeys, like, typing code and all that Okay, stuff. and where is he? 
He's in New Orleans. He's here too. And then the other guys in India, some guys in Spain or something. I have wow. No so, so this is a whole New Orleans thing then. Yeah. Who's your New Orleans partner? You just like, tell us who he is, or is it quite it's secret? Secret. Secret. Okay. Might have to kill me. He's a software developer guy. Yes. Here. So you two guys are going to be looking pretty good. We need to have you on out to lunch. <laughs> Could be. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah. Holy I'll shit. be giving you the business. Yeah. <laughs> soon. Wow. Okay. That'd be a good show. Andrew, you ready to rock? I'm ready. To okay. Rock. What are you going to do? I'm gonna do something real sad for you. Yay! Real sad yeah. and dark. <laughs> the only things growing are invasive ivy and graveyards. Everything else has a season and waits its goddamn turn. It should be a crime for a man not to write what's on his heart. When you go, leave behind. Lessons you learn God knows we try Try we all must Fight back the years Fight back the rush Soon enough time It's all gonna leave us In the dust Anything wrong with brand new shoes? They ain't broken in yet. It's nothing that miles of hard luck and trouble can't fix. Becky's been praying all night for her mother who's fading fast She prays to a God she believes does not give a shit But God knows she tries and try we all must to fight back the tears fight back the rust Soon enough time It's all gonna leave us In the dust God knows we try Try we all must To fight back the tears To fight back the rust Soon enough time It's all gonna leave Soon enough time It's all gonna leave us Soon enough time It's all gonna leave us In the dirt Okay Thanks, Gerald Nothing wrong with sad Amen Very nice, it's new Dark and real and stuff Mm. 
it's gonna, we're, we're going to be left with nothing but yeah, da- no. dust. Yeah. Happy Halloween, y'all. Mm. Well, that's a real nice end to happy hour. Don't you think? Yeah, pretty uplifting. <laughs> Stacia, what do you think when you hear these guys singing? Do you wish you were still singing? You want to get back I to it? I love it. Well, you know, I always think I sing every day. Okay. My neighbors can hear me singing. <laughs> they said they can hear me in my kitchen. Uh, but yeah, I think probably what I'll end up doing at some point is just doing side projects and not pursuing it as my my main goal right. in life like I was for as many years as I had but just doing stepping back and taking it from a new approach uh, and being able to appreciate just the music part of it as opposed to trying just to be successful with it and if people want to meet you and have you come and tidy up their house and so on yeah or get a reiki that's what healing. I do yeah so no. the company is called clear the clutter clear the clutter yeah and I'm on Facebook uh, I've got uh, before and after pictures of, that I post of my clients. Not yourself. Uh, I pick, put pictures of myself playing with people's messes, yeah. <laughs> Not before and after pictures. <laughs> Not like I lost 55 pounds clear in the clutter. You can lose a lot of weight lo- getting rid of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's the fastest way to lose weight, actually. Well, we haven't got onto any of that, of course. People can hear you on Out to Lunch if they would like to go and yeah, hear about all so your company. Yeah, that was so much fun, too. Yeah, it's on our website. It's neworleans.com if they want to hear about how the whole business works but there's a whole psychological aspect to it yeah there's a lot of uh, therapeutic yeah. uh, benefit that comes we from didn't it. talk about uh, we didn't talk about fire walking at all no that, well, you know Maybe what if time. you'll have me back I'd yeah love i would to love to have about back. fire walking if graham says you'd like to come back you'll like to come back yes mm-hmm. i think she says it's okay okay thumbs up you guys thank you stacia symes thank you so much for being here with thank us you today. so much I ph really fred it. the inventor of the fridgecator as well yeah. and Michaela looking for a producer and a studio if you have any ideas about that drop her a line at hello world <laughs> Michaela Music and Andrew Duhon thank you for coming back good to be back man. Yahoo that's our show happy today Halloween. that was happy hour <laughs> oh, thanks <laughs> our show is produced today by Graham DuPonte and our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe Christian Unruh is our music director and the theme music that you're currently listening to was written by and is being played by Mitch Foreman the fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. If you'd like to be on our show, you can sit up right around the table for about 60 minutes. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website. We can also check out other happy hour shows as well as Out to Lunch, as we mentioned, with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic, true to the game, with the fabulous Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss, and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, and Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show and see what we all look like on itsneworleans.com and on Facebook as well. You'll regret it. As well it. as our Google Plus page. These photos were taken by the fabulous Douglas Engel. Where is he? There he is. Hello, Douglas. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or Swell or some other podcast app, thank you so much for subscribing to us. And more and more people are doing it every week. It's amazing. Take a moment, if you can, if you like us, to rate and review us and tell other people that you liked it. That helps them find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Correct, everybody? Correct. Yes, indeed. Yes, Fred had a sandwich even before we got here. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone around the table here. At Wayfair, back at the INO office of Graham DePonte and Chris Kehoe behind me. I'm Grant Morris. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next time on Happy Hour. <laughs>